The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, my darlings. I've known Amanda for 10 years, maybe more. I don't know. I have no sense of time. And I knew her before. I knew who she was. She used to come into the Reformation store and she had this very cool brand called Love AJ, which she still has. She also has Apre Jewelry. And I always just thought she was so cool and her brand was so cool, but I never knew how it started. And Jesus Christ, (laughs) the story is so cool. And not surprising because I've always admired her uh, tenacity and this is, you know, very on brand. So I'm very excited for you guys to hear this story. On top of that, she's just like a wonderful, charming, nice person and is newly single on the dating scene. And so make sure that you stick around to the end of the episode because she tells us very funny dating stories and she has a a lot more. So I think we have to do a part two of just her dating stories. And if you want that, please let me know, send a DM, make a comment, whatever. But I hope you guys enjoy this and check out her jewelry. It's cute as hell. Mandy. Hello. (laughs) This is so exciting. I'm also really happy about this because this is like what I want the podcast. The podcast needs to be my just like my friends and I talking. Totally. And I feel like we have very funny, entertaining conversations. So I'm excited <laughs> oh, for people to hear. You're the funniest person in the <laughs> fucking world. Um, thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast. I also don't know how you started Love AJ because you had it when we met. So I'm actually really excited to know. (laughs) By the way, for anybody listening, whenever I'm really drunk with Amanda, I'll corner her and be like, so tell me about your finances. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. How much money do I need to save a month? (laughs) (laughs) I'm still trying to figure all that shit out. Because Amanda... I hate this word, but is truly a boss, owns homes, owns businesses, owns a luxury vehicle, goes on vacation, <laughs> has employees, cute, does cute. I mean, you have multiple businesses at this point. You do private label stuff too, huh? Um, Yes. Sometimes on the side. Yeah. For sure. I had a full private label hustle. business, but yeah. Okay. How did Love AJ start? Okay. So... I, I honestly love this story because I, I just think it's like so cute and crazy. Um, high school. My parents oh, were high like, school. <laughs> high school. My parents were like, you girls need to get a job, like to me and my sister. And we're like, um, I don't know about that. And I was like, what if we got internships or apprenticeships somewhere? <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. I was like, it sounded cooler. So my cousin knew this um, jewelry and clothing designer that was working on Abbott Kinney. This was like back in the day when Abbott Kinney was nothing but like random businesses and like one sandwich shop mm-hmm. in 
artists, like literal artists live there. I remember so, I bought a bubbler, uh, I bought like when I started smoking <laughs> weed, I bought a bubbler on Abbott Canyon. That, that definitely checks out. Um, yeah. So I got this apprenticeship with this designer and I remember like going to her studio loft for the first time and it was like, holy shit. Like I am such a loser. Like, this is what cool people are like. <laughs> like she had like a slip dress with like no bra on and like cowboy boots and this like fiery red hair. And mm. it just was like all these cool things everywhere. So I just would like help her out after school. And she taught me how to sew and she taught me how to wire wrap, which is like a really basic jewelry technique. Mm-hmm. And she would take me to flea markets and she'd buy up all this like old junky jewelry or like brooches or like weird broken chains and stuff bring them back and then like repurpose them into crazy like sunken treasure like necklaces so she just really inspired me like my mind hadn't even thought that you could do stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I just started making stuff for my like for myself on the side so like I'd have my dad take me to the bead store the bead store yes like did you ever go to the bead store in Laguna no oh I want to go. You missed out. There was this one on it's Main Street that I was obsessed with that I would go to all the time. But then I started like making stuff for friends. And then like prom came around. And, like all my friends brought their like Zara dresses to school and I like match beads to their dresses. So like Lisa had like a purple dress. So I made Lisa like purple earrings. Oh, like, that's I so had cool. a green dress. So I made a green necklace, shit like that. And then yeah, people started like paying me on the side to do it, like Mm-mm. just friends. And then the like kicker was my sister and I went to Fred Siegel. We were so bad. We used to take my parents' credit card. By the way, my parents had like like essentially like multiple credit cards, but my sister and I would take like two of them, go to stores, and we buy a bunch of clothes, but we'd split the price over two cards so that they couldn't tell that they were like we see a transaction for the exact same amount twice. Like we can do math and we know that you guys spent like $400. What are you buying at Fred Seal? You're buying C&C California tank tops like in two different colors. Like tanks, that you're hardtail, sweatpants, like... It's weird we weren't friends at this time because I was at Fred Siegel every Saturday buying hardtails. Hanky-panky underwear to like kind of hang out on my hardtails. Oh my God, like Michael Starr. Cosabella. Michael Starr. My first thong, I remember my first thong was a Michael Starr thong. And I remember putting it on and just, I was like, I think I'm a slut. <laughs> <laughs> I was in like eighth grade and I was like, this is like the sluttiest thing I've ever put on my body. I love it. Remember the little Cosabella <laughs> had that like pat, like they had this like signature, like little lace that had like, and they made like a tank top that was, you know, technically supposed to go like under a shirt and all the girls, all the skinny girls would wear them as tops with their Frankie B's. Oh, my boobs were too big. I could never. Yeah. I was off. like battling weight demons. So oh my God. <laughs> I was battling boob demons since fifth grade. Um, anyways, so Claire and I are shopping my sister, Claire, and I get stopped by this woman. She's like, Oh my God, I love your necklace. I'm like, Oh, I made it. And she said, no way. She's like, do you have a line? And I don't know why I did this, but I just like lied. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I do. She was like, oh, well, I'm the buyer for Fred Siegel. Do you want to come back? Was she that cool, like redheaded tattooed girl? No, this was this. This was this chick. Like, I don't know if you remember old Fred Siegel Santa Monica. Yeah. It was like all the way at the end towards the beauty section. There was like this little um, like jewelry kiosk. Okay. Okay. It was that that one. I'm like blanking on the name. But for I deep diving into Fred Siegel too much because for anybody listening that doesn't know. It was all about Fred Siegel. Like it was the coolest shopping experience, most like curated, incredible selection. It was like tiny designers and mm -hmm. huge designers. And it was was so good. Celeb hotspot. Mm -hmm. This is before internet. This is like us weekly era. Yes. And so it was like everyone was getting papped at Fred Siegel. It was a renaissance, if you will, for any kid in Los Angeles to get inspired and like lose their mind because everywhere you turned, there was something cool. And it was the concept of mini boutiques within one large boutique. So Mm -hmm. there was like 15 different little stores and each buyer got to like buy for their own store. 
It was really, really fucking cool. smart. Yeah. So they asked me to come back for a quote unquote buyer's meeting, which mm-hmm. I'd never fucking heard of. And I like left and my sister's like, why did you say that? I'm like, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. And I came home and told my parents and my dad's like, let's get in the fucking car and go to the bead store. So oh. he was so sweet. He like, let me literally buy anything I wanted from the bead store. And I worked all week, cranked out as much shit as I possibly could with all my supplies, came back and they took everything. They're like, we'll take every single piece. And they're like, what's your line called? And I used to sign everything. Love AJ. Cause my name is Amanda Jane growing up. Like my mom called me AJ. So like, that's where love AJ started. It was just on a whim because they want, they needed like a name ASAP. So yeah, that's where it started. And then I was like, Whoa, that was actually not that hard. <laughs> so then I started going around and I went to Ron Herman, Madison, Kitson, Only Lisa that Klein, yep. and I would bring a bag of all my stuff, like this little rolly case. And I'd walk in and I'd go, I'm in Fred Siegel. And they'd all be like, oh, okay, then for sure, like, we'll take your stuff. Oh my God. I did consignment with everyone because I realized like that, that's the, that's, that's how you get into a store. If you just give them the shit for free and let it sit there. Um, So yeah. So like all throughout high school, I just did that as my kind of like side hustle. Was it in all those stores? Yeah. I, I got into like, I think 12 boutiques by my senior year in, in LA. Okay, we're going to talk about some sexual wellness right now. You know, I love Dame. Dame is a female wellness company because we are adults. And now it is time for us to consider our sexual health and our sex drive to be part of our wellness program. And that's why I want to tell you about the air. The air is Dame's fabulous new little, I don't know, what do we call it? vibrator. It's a suction toy and helps create thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal that is perfect for fans of oral stimulation. Dame provides, like I said, daily wellness products for pleasure, intimacy, and connection. They have a variety of products and they want you to discover pleasure through their thoughtfully engineered toys and other very fun bedroom essentials. They're also doing incredible work in this space. They are the first company to advertise on New York City subway stations after fighting for their right to do so. Uh, It is an honor to work with this company. And if you go to their Instagram, you can check out a live I did with the founder recently. Like I said, the air creates thrilling pulses of air. It's perfect for oral lovers. It is just a wonderful little tool to keep in your bedroom. It has five intensity levels. Use it with yourself, use it with a partner. And guess what? If you use code PIA, you get 15% off. That is right, my friends. Use code PIA and get 15% off and check out Dame. We love it. Every time we do a Q&A and someone writes in saying something along the lines of, I like this guy, but I don't know if I love him. I don't know if he's my person, but I'm getting older. My response is always like, go get a modern fertility test. You can know exactly what's going on with your body. So you're not making insane life decisions based off this idea that you might not be able to get pregnant or your quote unquote time is running out because the first step is to know what is going on with your body. And the easiest way to do that is with modern fertility. I'm such a huge advocate for this company. It's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home. It's a finger prick and you mail it in with the prepaid label and you get your results within 10 days. It'll tell you your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, which is how many eggs you have compared to other women your age and all the important fertility factors. And it goes deep into what every hormone means and you can download the results and review with your doctor for next steps. Traditional testing, like we all know, can cost over $1,000. Modern Fertility gets you the same, but for a fraction of the price. Because if you also use modernfertility.com slash PIA, you get $20 off the test. If you have an HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility. If you want kids today or one day in the future, just get clinically sound advice now. It's affordable. By the way, that you can't really put a price on 
knowing what's going on with your body, right? This is going to help you make the decisions that are right for you in your life. So Modern Fertility is offering our listeners, like I said, $20 off the test. When you go to modernfertility.com slash Pia, that means your test will cost $179 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at the doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Pia. That's modernfertility.com slash Pia. By the way, again, just to break it down, half these stores are on Robertson. Robertson was where Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, uh, Lindsay Lohan, Kim, before she was super, like everyone just walked up and down Robertson. Yes. Every so, store had the coolest fucking clothes. Speaking of which, getting into Kitson back then, this was in like 2005, by the way. Getting into Kitson back then was huge because I, that's how that's how I started to get on celebrities mm-hmm. was being in Kitson. So my first celebrity press ever was was Lindsay Lohan. No and way. She, yes, and she wore this. I used to go buy vintage keys from the Rose Bowl Flea and put them on this really cool dead stock enamel chain. I was really into um, dead stock vintage and like. All this stuff. So I got her popped in um, at Planet Blue in Malibu wearing yeah. it. And then mm-hmm. from there, Planet Blue was like, what's that we necklace you want it? Uh, um, can I tell you a funny little hand story? Uh, yeah, I have a few too, please. Okay. So my friend was a producer and he was working on a movie with her. And she was being quote unquote difficult. And he was like, Amina, <clears throat> can you come by set and just bring a bunch of jewelry? And like, just go to her trailer, give her whatever. He's like, I think it's going to like make her happy. And then she'll think I'm cool that I know you and whatever. So I'm like, yeah. So I go to set. I get there at like 9 a.m. I waited till the sun went down outside of her trailer. She did not exit her trailer. I kid you not. There was like wafts of Marlboro lights and like Red Bull coming out of the trailer the whole day. And then finally, like, I'm sitting there, it's nighttime. I'm like, I got to go home. Like, this is embarrassing for me. She opens up the trailer door, comes down, goes, Amanda, I've never met her before, gives me the biggest hug, kisses me on both cheeks. And she's like, I'm such a fan, grabs the box that I have and just goes back in the trailer and shuts the door. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, but it was amazing because she ended up wearing a bunch of the stuff, but it my was god. really, really wild. It's like, oh, my God. She was a complete like she like lost the plot. <clears throat> yeah, but I did love her. And no, she, she was, was though so iconic. She was just so fake. There's no way you could. She was too famous. Yeah, it wasn't normal. It was really crazy. That was like high, that was high school. So it was just like a, it was just like a. But this is insane that you're, because did you graduate 2005? Yes. I did too. We were same year. Yeah. I was not doing this my senior year and like thinking that you were in all of those stores is insane. I mean, it definitely wasn't, it wasn't normal and it wasn't something I necessarily dreamt up. It just started like once I got one. And then I got two. I was like, oh, I can get 12. Oh, I can get 20. Oh, I can get 15. I was like, I, I really liked that. I was really like driven, driven by it. And once it started snowballing, I was like, okay, this is fun. I like this a lot. And How so did creative. you like, yeah. Yeah. You're able to, I mean, it's, this is the spark. This is the like, wait a second, I'm doing something I love and it's working. Mm-hmm. You're also very, this is, it's not surprising to me because this is like, you're always being, you've always been this way. And now I know for sure it's in fucking high school where you like see something you like, Oh, I can do that. And you're just like, not crazy. You're very, you always stay like very even keeled. You just like see something that you want to do and accomplish it in a way that's very chill and fun and easy which has always been very inspiring for me, which is why I'm always like, how do you do everything? <laughs> like- well, I, I, I will say one thing to note is I'm shocked at how fearful I am as an adult. Like mm-hmm. even start, I started my second brand in 2017. Like I was a full ass adult at that point. And I was so fearful 
And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, I already have another jewelry line. I've already done this once. Like, of course I can do this twice. Where is this fear coming from? And I think it's like, you just get older and you see too much and you know too much and there's too much on the line. Mm. I think the reason why Love AJ was sick was successful from the jump and still is, is because I did it without any fear. Mm-hmm. Like I had nothing to lose. I didn't have to have a job. I was a teenager. Yeah. Like I was living at my parents' house. My parents were paying my bills. Like I was so lucky I had that safety net. And I think because I had the safety net, I took bigger risks. And that's how I was able to really get get things moving with it. So I feel really lucky that I started it so young and so naive. How did you do the back end of things, like the soul crushing stuff, like setting up your business and invoicing and all of that? Like, did your parents just help you with that? Yeah. So like my, I mean, I, I credit my parents for a lot of stuff. So my dad is super creative. Like that's where I get my creative genes from him. He's a, he was a commercial director. He passed away last year. And then my mom, my mom's just like a, we, we call her Chris Jenner. Like she is, yeah. she's, I mean, she's my momager. She's so business savvy. It's wild. Mm-hmm. And what I love about her is like, she didn't even graduate high school. Like she, oh, I didn't know that. yeah, she grew up in Australia and she left school at like 16 and became a model and just like lived by herself and just navigated her way through life. And just, she's really street smart. So when she came to America, she, um, yeah, she like helped my dad set up his business. She was a CFO of my dad's production company for many years. She was always really good at like real estate and flipping yeah. properties and like investments and stuff like that. So she just, she just like helped me from the jump. Mm-hmm. And so she put me in touch with my dad's accountant and she's the one that taught oh, me about, I got QuickBooks. She taught me about uh, accounts receivable, accounts payable, like how you send invoices, net 30, <laughs> net 60, net 90, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I had I had a lot of help, which I feel so grateful for. Well, but you um, didn't made the most of it for sure. Yeah, but I mean, Love AJ was just kind of like a fun hobby that made me money for many years. And at the end of college, I was working at Who, What, Where um, for Hillary and Catherine and they offered me a job because I, I did graphic design in college and then they offered me a job as like a graphic designer. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to like try Love AJ like, as my career. Like we'll see. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, cool. Like uh, your next collection, just send it to us and maybe we'll feature it in the story. And this is back when they were doing single email stories a day. Like they'd send the one story a day. Mm-hmm. And so I- Which was such like, a big maybe, deal. And this is before the internet was oversaturated with stuff. Yes. Yeah. So and those they had placements millions were fucking of huge. Subs- yeah. They had millions of subscribers. Everyone got their newsletter. Um, so I like ran home, made a collection, shot a lookbook, sent it to them. And then they surprised me and did an entire dedicated newsletter called Line We Love, Love AJ. Whoa. And like that was the morning that like, not to be dramatic, but that was the morning my life changed. Yeah. Like that's when it went from small, small town shit to like, oh, this is some this is some big girl shit. And were you hand making everything still? I was fucking hand making everything still. (laughs) I got into Nordstrom nationwide, got into shop Bob, not, and then I got into urban outfitters nationwide. Plus they wanted to do a diffusion collection. Fuck off. So I was like, Oh my God. I remember this is right out of college. This This is like three weeks out of college. Oh my God. I remember crying hysterically because I was like, holy shit, like, can I do this? And I don't want to disappoint people and I want to just figure it out. And I was just like, I'm going to say yes to everyone and mm-hmm. I'm just going to figure it out. So I said yes to all these POs. And during the day, I'd spend my days like trying to find a factory, um, like talking to my mom's accountant, getting everything in a row, reading routing guides. I didn't know what the fuck shit. that was, like figuring out how to do stuff. I found an intern to come help. And then at nighttime, my friend Alana would come over and from like eight o'clock to 2 a.m., we just crank out jewelry. And no. we, watched like, we watched like The Bachelor and like <laughs> da- dating in the dark and like weird shit on MTV. And we would just crank. And we did that all summer. I did not go out. I did not drink alcohol oh my God. for like three months straight because I was busy figuring it out. But Ultimately, the Urban Outfitters diffusion line is how I first started 
producing in China. So uh, once I got, they, they hooked me up with a factory and then I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. There we go. So yeah. How hard is it to find a doctor? I mean, I like, I need a dentist. If we're being honest. It's so hard. But with ZocDoc, you can book an appointment with a doctor that suits your needs, that fits your schedule, is in your network and in your neighborhood. I know it almost sounds too good to be true. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors that are patient reviewed and take your insurance and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix an achy back, get a mole checked out or anything. ZocDoc has you covered. It's a mobile app and it's as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant. Isn't that incredible? You can find reviews of local doctors, re-verified patient reviews from real people. So when you walk into a doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com to find the doctor that is right for you. Book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. I mean, every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Pia and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. I mean, it's how we found Davide's doctor. It's incredible. And many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash Pia. ZocDoc.com slash Pia. Stop stress before it starts. Super U is designed to help you find your calm. And when you're in your calm, you're in your power. I've been talking about Super U for years. Amanda Bacon, my sensei and founder of Moon Juice, reached out to me the second it came out, told me to take it. I do whatever she says. And my God, it is a life changer. It is a potent multi-adaptogen created with traditional Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine to help you manage stress and improve your energy, your mood, and your focus. It helps balance cortisol. It helps with hormone. I mean, everything. It has you completely covered with four different adaptogens that work together perfectly to help your body tackle whatever comes its way. So it has ashwagandha, which reduces irritability. Rhodiola can help reduce fatigue that comes in after we've been stressed for a while. Shavatari rebalances hormones from prolonged periods of being stressed, which can affect PMS, skin, libido, irritability, lack of focus. And amla, which is also known as the beauty berry, helps protect skin from oxidative stress and accelerated aging. It's stuff that we experience when our stress hormones are out of whack. Just two pills a day keeps the stress away. Sometimes I take four. I take them in the morning and can immediately feel a difference. I feel more present and zen, like I can actually be in the moment and have space to figure out whatever comes my way rather than freak out. Super U gives me clarity and calm to go about my day as the best version of myself. I swear I have felt it stop stress before it starts. And this is really important for me personally, because my number one goal right now, especially as I like ramp up to try to get pregnant again, is to keep my cortisol down. It's this is mandatory for me every day. Your calm is your power. Super U helps you find yours. To grab your two pills a day, head to moonjuice.com slash best and use code best at checkout for 20% off. PSA, this is the biggest discount you will find for Moon Juice, so take advantage. Moonjuice.com slash best and use code best at checkout for 20% off. This also speaks to like what we always talk about, which is taking as many, you know, like you were working at who, what, where and clearly liked there and that paid off like you never know what relationships or what other jobs are going to help you in any possible fucking way it's wild and because if you'd worked there and been like an asshole they wouldn't want to help you like they did that because they loved you so much yeah and um I I mean I feel like I have three mentors from my life first one is Corey Madley who's the jewelry designer that taught me how to make jewelry. Mm -hmm. She now works at free people. She does all their beautiful photo shoots. She's incredible. I mean, she inspired me to start. And then Hillary Kerr at Who Aware. I just remember making a very conscious note of, of she treated the mailman the same way Mm. she treated Nicole Richie. Like celebrities would come in the office and she would be as sweet and respectful to them as she would like yeah. the person grabbing her coffee. And Amazing. I was like, wow, that's what's up. And then um, I also worked for Rachel Pally in college. Oh my God. 
And she was a mentor and I was like the most obnoxious intern. I would like, come <laughs> in her office and be like, can I ask you questions? And she's like, um, <laughs> bitch, I'm working right now. But, but she, she thought it was like really funny and, and like endearing. And I remember asking her, I was like, when did you learn how to sew? And she was like, I, I don't know how to sew. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, I have ideas, but I have other people sew. And I have other people make patterns. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm the ideas person. And that, that to me was a light bulb because for years, I only know, I only knew how to wire wrap, which is a really basic jewelry technique. And I was like, fuck, am I going to have to become like a blacksmith? <laughs> like, am I going to have to start like soldering and soldering? And I'm like, fuck, like I, I felt like very limited with my, my personal abilities and jewelry making. And then when she said that, I was like, light bulb, I just need to find other people to, to execute it. my ideas. Mm-hmm which is a factory. So that was really cool. But I, yeah, I always like, I had so many internships and jobs and stuff all throughout high school and college. Cause I didn't even know if I wanted to do jewelry full time, but I learned so much. I like, I always tell everyone that's young. I'm like, go, just go work for everyone else. Yeah. You'll, you'll learn everything you need to know. So now you have love AJ and appraise appraise. Yeah. Is fancy. Diamonds. Yes. So I started Apre in 2017 and that's my fine jewelry line. Did I just pronounce that wrong? I said Apres. It, it's You Apres. know what? No one pronounces any Fucking of my companies loser. correctly. So it doesn't even matter. People they call can't... it Louvage. <laughs> so like it could be worse. By the way, we met when I was working at the Reformation store. Yes. And your jewelry was all up in this drawer. And you gave me, you gave me, you've always had like whatever, like kind of trend maybe was happening. Like you were the queen of it and doing it the best. Remember when you made those like gold chains that had like the, the ID tag, the ID tag. And they were so well made because it had the best fucking clasp on the back, like the magnet. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was making like 30 grand a year or something. Like I think I was making like 40 grand a year. And like even with my employee discount, it was like still it wasn't expensive, but I was like Ugh. and you gave me the a necklace and I wore it to Austin's wedding. My oh best my friend's God. wedding. And yeah. I like showed up and I had this like ref dress on and that necklace made like elevated my look like so intensely that like when I, everyone was like, you look amazing. Like I felt like I was like a trend. Like I was like the cool fashion girl at the wedding. Cause I had that fucking necklace on. That makes me so happy to hear. Cause that's like, that's literally the point of my entire line. That's like what, that's how I want people to feel. It was. It's like, jewel, that, like I'm exactly. not. I'm not like changing the world here, making jewelry. But the point is, it's like these are pieces you put on, and like you, you should feel minimum at least thirty three percent more confident than you did before. <laughs> yeah, totally. If That's not what more. It That's how I felt because it was like with that necklace and this like ref dress that I'd worn a million times before. You know, I was wearing the same like five Reformation dresses over and over again. Like with that dress and that necklace, I was like, she's cool. She's chic. She's expensive. She knows. <laughs> She knows what's up. It was a total. I love that. I know. Wait, can we also talk about the, I really want to talk about the first time that we hung out. Remember we like known each other, but we hadn't hung out. And then you did that crazy brunch thing with the party bus. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty iconic. Yeah. Um, so I, for all the listeners listening, I invited Pia and a bunch of friends to brunch. <laughs> and then I, surprised everyone granted it was me and my my ex we surprised everyone and had a full sprinter van party bus roll up at the end of brunch and also like how psycho that I just assumed no one had plans for the day and I was just like you said get get to brunch and don't have plans the rest of the day okay okay good okay you said that and and I was living in West Hollywood I left my car in Venice uh, this is like pre-Uber, I think. It's pre-Uber, so. so it wasn't like just Uber yourself there. No, it was like, uh, yeah, a lot of people left their I don't know how I, get, how I got my car the next day. I, I have no idea how anyone got their Anything. vehicles. Um, yeah, and a Sprinter van pulled up, and we, we just bar crawled across Los Angeles County. 
Like we went, we went downtown. We went. We were denied to entry to a strip club for being too drunk. Yeah. Which Didn't was that a jumbo's corner? Did we? No, I, maybe that was another time. Anyways, it was. Remember. We ended up at my house. Best. We ended up having like a huge after party. It ended up being like a crazy yeah. rager till like four in the morning at my house because my asshole ex boyfriend who I lived with, who was a dick, was out of town. Remember when the dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> so, God. So that this is the best. So Nina, I adopted Nina when I was dating this person, and. This was a rager, right? So the front, the door, someone left the door open and Nina got out and a neighbor saw like a pit bull running towards them and, and, um, pepper, pepper, pepper sprayed (laughs) Nina. So all of a sudden everyone's like been fucked up since noon and it's like midnight and Nina runs back in the house and has, and I'm like, Oh, what is that? Like I, no one can breathe because the pepper spray and the poor dogs, we like throw her in the bathtub. We put milk in her eyes, like bathe her, like get her comfortable. And I was like, nobody tell blank my ex-boyfriend. Cause he was like, and I'm, a dumbass and that that went in one ear and out the other no because we and were like drunk and fucked up and whatever and then we like ran into you but it was like a month later and then i see pia and her dude and i say i go oh my god i can't believe nina got maced in the face is she okay <laughs> and he looks at pia and he's like the fuck is she talking about and pia just looks at me and i'm like oh uh, okay, it's coming back that you told me not to say that. And oh God, that was like foot and mouth. I, I was like, she's never going to be my friend again. Oh God, no, I don't care. I shouldn't have dated somebody who I was scared of. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really the lesson. <laughs> like I should have been able to text him and be like, I'm having a party. Like, and like the dog got like, I it, I felt like I was like, I got in trouble by like mom and dad. Like it felt like. God, I want to. Uh, I was like, an, I need to crawl in a hole and die right now. Another one of the most fun parties I've been to with you, which I don't know if that's an appropriate way to bring it up, was your wedding. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and you are now, girl. I love my wedding too. It was so much fun. It, was, the it best. was iconic. It was so beautiful. At five o'clock, I was like, "Damn, what time is it?" Because I don't know if I have much left in me, and it was five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, the wedding like hadn't even actually. We just walked down the aisle. You just walked that down was the aisle. so fun, and I got. I mean, I got married quite young, in especially for LA standards. How old were you? And twenty, uh, like six, I think. Yeah, childbirth. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just so fun. It was like one of the first weddings of all of our friends. So we had nothing to compare it to. I had no idea how things actually worked at weddings. So I just did whatever, like we Wait. did whatever, like our first song on the dance floor was two chains. Damn. I love them strippers <laughs> just to really set the tone. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was wild. Everyone wore so white. This fun. was before oh, yeah. Solange. Yes. Like a week everyone later, she white. had her wedding and everyone wore white. I, I wore nude. I wore nude wedding dress. Not so white. beautiful. It was, so, it was fun. so fun. It turns out that everything that you think you knew about probiotics may be wrong. <laughs> That's because Seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic is the real deal. If you haven't listened to our wonderful founder episode, you should really do that. But I'll tell you what the daily symbiotic is. It's a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic, which is a proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. A proprietary engineered two-in-one capsule is also used to protect the probiotics through digestion to make sure they get to the colon. So many probiotics don't even make it to your colon. And if you've taken a probiotic before and never felt the difference, that is why. It needs to survive. That's why seed is designed differently. It's why it works. It supports and benefits beyond the gut. Yes, it'll help with bloating, healthy regularity, ease of evacuation. You know I mean? uh, but it also will support your gut barrier, your skin health, your heart health, and your micronutrient synthesis. See many improvements 
with your digestion, how you feel within 24 to 48 hours. Isn't that incredible? Start this new healthy habit today. Visit c.com slash best and use code best to redeem 20% off your first month of seeds DSO one daily symbiotic that's seed.com slash best and use code best. This is Amanda Hirsch from the not skinny, but not fat podcast. You might know me from not skinny, but not fat on Instagram where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. You are recently divorced and yeah, now a no longer <laughs> single gal living in Los Angeles with, yeah. is there a story that you're comfortable sharing? I don't want to put anybody on blast, but like basically when Davide <laughs> and I will like run into Amanda or like hang out with Amanda, we all like, well, I'll be like, what's the latest thing that's happened? Cause her dating <laughs> stories are so, Ooh, can you tell the one about the long, the guy that was quote unquote, like he was like, this isn't going to work out cause you live on the West side. Oh, yeah. And like what your response was. Oh, my God. Davide gets so excited to hear these stories. I have so many good ones. So just like, I mean, just like a backstory. Like I, I was in a relationship for a, like almost a decade. No, God, that was fast. I I know. I missed, I I think we're together like all in all for like nine years. I missed Tinder. I missed Hinge. I missed Raya. I missed all that stuff. So like when I came out of this decade bubble of being married, I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is crazy, bro. Like, and then when I first got on the apps, it was like, it was like kid in a candy store. I was like, this is so fun and wild. Like you can have a date every night of the week. Mm -hmm. You can go out and like, it was just so This is how we should approach dating. This is fun and exciting and a bunch of fun, insane experiences to add to your fucking chapter. And like to quote you, dating is the best until it's the worst. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, like, so my, like my initial kind of sprint with dating was the best. I, I have gone out with so many cool ass dudes where I'm like, wow, I would have never met you in my regular life. Mm -hmm. That was so amazing. Like, obviously you're not a fit, but love that. Love that for us. Love that we met. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've learned so much about myself and like what I'm looking for. I, I, I read this quote that I really liked where they were talking about how dating is the bravest thing you can ever do because it's truly being your most vulnerable self over and over and over to strangers. Oh, wow, yeah. um, you know, with the, uh, the possibility of being rejected for, mm. at every single turn. And then also it's the concept of dating is like pressing yourself up against another person to learn your own edges. So oh, yeah. that's how I kind of went into it where I was like, I was like, instead of like learning about them, so much, or at least on the initial dates, like, what did I learn about me? Like, Mm -hmm. what do I like? And what do I not like? Uh, Okay. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) And then this is how crazy I am. I've had the most psychotic, insane dates this past year. I started writing them down and doing voice notes. No. Yeah. That's so smart. They're wild. They're like seriously wild. So I want, you should start an anonymous blog. I need to figure out like what, what format I want to release these in, whether it's like just random, like, like audible anecdotes or like a TV, like write something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but there's some really good ones. Okay. I'm like looking through my list. I was like, why are you looking at your phone? Cause you have them in a list on your phone. Yeah. Cause I write them down. So I don't, cause sometimes you forget. By the way, you've never made your like. I have to just give you extreme credit here that like, I remember when Curry told me it like, I didn't know that there were things happening in your marriage that could have gotten to this point because the last time we were all together, everything seemed great. It was like, I think I was like a day pregnant when I got, when we had that like really fun party at your house that I slept over by the way, most comfortable guest bed. Oh, love that. Love that. Um, (laughs) And 
we had so much fun. And then I remember like I hadn't, we hadn't spoken in a while and I was like talking to Curry and I was like, what's, I was like, how's Mandy doing? And she was like, oh, she and blah, blah, blah broke up. And I was like, oh my God, is she okay? And she was like, she is thriving. She is fine. It is like the house is for sale. She's like already fixing up her other property. She's going to move into it. Like she just ordered a Porsche. Like (laughs) she's like, (laughs) she's like, she's totally like ready to go, you know, and like ready to begin this next chapter. And I have to tell you, like, it has been an honor as your friend to watch you go through, you know, what it could be considered like, you know, like someone's biggest fear in entering a relationship. And I know that it's been hard, but like the way you talk about it is really endearing. And it's not like, negative you don't like bring the room down you're not like this happened and I want you're just like you say you tell what happened with like charm and you're like ready to move on to your next thing you've never looked better your new place is gorgeous like your businesses are thriving like I love seeing all the shoots you're doing and you use all of our friends to like style and do makeup (laughs) and how like you're collaborating with friends and it's just never I just feel so happy for you but back to dating I'm gonna tell you a funny ass story. <laughs> I just looked at my list and I was like, what's like a good PG? <laughs> yeah. Cause a lot of these stories are really bad. <laughs> They're bad. They're bad. This one's so good. Okay. So I had been dating this guy and we, like we've been dating for, for months. Mm-hmm. So he's like, let's go on a trip together. And I was like, Oh, my sister has an Airbnb in Joshua tree. Let's go. I never stayed there. This my sister's Airbnb is fucking gorgeous, by the way. At it's OSA so beautiful. O e s t e home on Instagram. It's so insane. It's it's wild. It's like Instagram worthy, gorge, beautiful. But it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So we go out. <laughs> we go out to the desert. Like for reals, this is going to be my new place to make or break a relationship because <laughs> it is it. I mean, it's just you and them and there's really (laughs) not much to do. Um, So night one, we're playing like, I love a game. Everyone that knows me knows I love a game. (laughs) We're playing like this like card game where you're like getting to know each other. We like drank too much wine and he was, he had like an attitude with me and I'm a little spicy and I'm just like, what's up? Like, what's your problem? Like, what's up your butt? Like, what's wrong with you? And he really did not like that. And so we just like, we just like went to bed and it was, it was not the vibe. Like he like, he like rolled over went to bed. Next morning we wake up. It's like still kind of not the vibe, but I'm like, let's make the best of this day. We're eating breakfast and like, this is where it kicks off. He, so I brought like a thing of bagels. Like how many bagels come in a thing? Like six bagels? Six, I think, yeah. Okay. Homeboy, homeboy ate <laughs> five, five five bagels off the jump and I shouldn't be judgmental because everyone like everyone's entitled to eat whatever they want but I don't know why, why like would you that's save just, bagels I, for your date like it's, I, to why, eat why did you all eat of the bagels is crazy to, why did you eat five in a row <laughs> I was just like oh this it just felt weird I was like there's something like there's something up with them and then we're hanging and it's like noon and he's like do you want to take mushrooms and I'm like oh like right now and he like he goes like don't be a pussy. I'm like oh my god, like what the fuck? But I'm like alone in the desert, and I'm like I'm not having a good time. So maybe I should take mushrooms because maybe the seeing the sky turn purple will make everything better. So sure. So we like start throwing mushrooms down the hatch. Then like a couple hours go by, like things aren't really getting better. I'm just kind of like Ugh, this is weird. Then I was like oh I'm gonna make like a cheese board. So I make a cheese board, and like this man eats an entire wheel of cheese this is mere hours after taking down five bagels and I'm like oh my god like and I'm like now I'm kind of high and I'm like oh my god like watching him eat the cheese was like freaking me out then right afterwards he's like I'm gonna make us pizza I'm like pizza I'm like oh we just we just we just ate a bunch of cheese and I'm like oh I think I'm fine so he makes two pizzas he eats an entire pizza and I'm like I don't know why I'm so fixated and now I'm really like 
high on mushrooms. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So then he's like, do you want to get in bed and watch TV? And I was like, yeah, okay. We get in bed and then he starts Dutch ovening me. He starts ripping ass. Just loud? And like, first they start off silent but deadlies, SPDs. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my <laughs> God. And like one, one hits and I'm kind of like, okay, like one I'll let pass. Then it's two. Then it's three. Then it becomes like a continuous stream of them. And I'm just laying in bed and I'm like, are you, is I, it, are you addressing I, this and you're high? So this is like the worst. Nope. There's no, there is no addressing of the barrage of toxic farts going up my nose. There's just no addressing of it. And, and look, like we've all been there. Like you've been with a dude and you have like a stomach ache or your tummy's grumbling or like, you know, and you just have to be like, dude, I'm unwell. Or like, can you give me a minute or something? Like, do you know what I mean? It's all like, it's all normal. It was just weird. Like there was no acknowledgement of it. And the day was weird and the weekend was weird. And like, it was all weird. It was weird, man. And then, and then like, we just left and he just acted like nothing was weird. And he texted me afterward and I was like, dude, that was weird. That was weird. And yeah. he wrote back and he's like, yeah, it was. I was like, what? So whatever. Needless to say, we broke up, but it was, I was like texting my mom. Did you hook up at all that weekend? Nope. Not once. So that was, it was. That's all it should have been. There should barely be food eating because you should be too busy. There should be no bagels and I should be like naked the whole time. Like there's a, there's a copper iron bathtub in the middle of the desert outside. Like I should be in there. I shouldn't be under the covers with toxic Dutch ovens going up my (laughs) nostrils. It was so bad. But I mean, I I think, I think what I learned from that one, because this was like pretty early on in my dating career, I have gotten a lot better at speaking up and um, not being afraid to communicate and seeing what happens. Because before I used to be like so scared of saying something and then they were going to like break up with me or whatever. But I think, and now I'm like, no, actually, if I say something that's normal and honest and authentic to who I am mm-hmm. and they break up with me, then they're not my person. 100%. So that was a crazy one. And then, oh, the one that you're talking about, this, this, this is actually a really good like one date or one where I was like, this is wild. So I went out on a date with this guy and he comes, he's, he's hot, man. Like, Oh, I didn't realize he was that hot. He was hot. Okay. That's annoying. Whoa. Right. I was like, okay, cool. You're hot. Um, but wow. Really grumpy guy. Mm -hmm. Grumpy. A lot of complaining. Like he called his ex-wife the devil at dinner. And I'm kind of like, I don't like that. That's a red flag. So we have dinner in the middle of dinner. He like starts kissing me, which is a bit aggressive, but like, I was like, whatever, you're hot. But I just knew it's just not the vibe. So end of dinner, he's like, uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to get an Uber. And he's like, let me drive you home. He lived in Burbank. I live in the fucking Palisades. Okay. For and anyone like, who doesn't know this, this is a different state. This is an hour drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I'll just take an Uber. And he's like, no, I have nothing to do tonight. Let me drive you. And I, I just wanted to let like lay the expectation. And I was like, you can drive me home, but I'm not sleeping with you. Great. I just said that because I didn't want him to drive all the way to my house thinking thinking he was coming inside. By the way, women should always say that, by the way, because it's like this guy is going to spend that hour thinking he's getting laid and men are pigs. And it's very good to let them. I mean, not all men are pigs, but it's very good to let men know expectations. But what's, but I realized what was shitty. It's like, okay, I say that. And then what if he was like, no, you can take an Uber. Like, you know, that's, that's like, <laughs> yeah, he's but not I gonna think say that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so what happened was I said, I don't want to sleep with you. And then he'd already committed to driving me. So I think he was super pissed. And now he's the right scenario and- there though. There is no right scenario. The fact that this guy only wanted to sleep with me, it, it means yeah. like he, he's not my person anyways. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. it was a lose-lose, whatever he said. I said, whatever. So he drives me home. He tries to come up. I'm like, bro, I already fucking told you. You're not coming up. And then he leaves. And I was like, that was weird. 
So I did not speak to him. Yeah. He did not speak to me. An Damn. entire week goes by. We have not communicated. I have not hit you up. I have not texted you. It's a wrap. We don't need to like re yeah, it's like check in. And he texts me. Hold on. I kind of want to like find it and read it because it's so fucking. No, you it's have like, to read this, it because it was really This good. is like the most. This is like the male ego. Like in one text. I have not spoken to this man. He goes, found it. Hey, Amanda. It was really fun hanging out with you the other night. Unfortunately, Pacific Palisades is like dot, 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 really far. Sweat emoji. I don't think that's going to work best of luck. <laughs> and I just wrote back. Yikes. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, I didn't even text you. Like you're, you're trying to break up with me. Cause I live too far away. Like that has nothing to do with anything. You wanted to get the last word in because I told you I wasn't going to sleep with you. And I, and you drove my ass an hour that that's on you. So yikes was the best i just was like fucking response also shout out because jessica curry <laughs> that was a jess curry i can't take full credit but it was so good just straight yikes that's it any the dating ego, advice the ego um yeah i do um i feel like there's two there's two things that i have learned and it's my new vibe moving forward because I, I definitely like, I, I, I extend grace to myself from when I first started dating because I was out the game for 10 years. I didn't mm-hmm. know what the fuck was going on. I also just wanted to like have some fun. I wasn't necessarily looking for a boyfriend, mm-hmm. but I did play things wrong. I think number one is this. If you think it's a red flag, it's a red flag. Mm. For example, if a guy's texting you too much and you're like, is that weird? Is it weird how much he's texting me? He's being nice. If it's a red flag, it's a fucking red flag. Mm -hmm. Does a red flag mean that they're not going to maybe be your boyfriend? No. Does a red flag mean you're not going to get with them? No. But it's just something to consider. Like, why are they texting you so much? Like, maybe that means they're they're insecure. And maybe that insecurity is going to come out in other ways. It's just, you got to be mindful of it. Or if like a guy, oh my God, I went on a date with this guy and we ordered pasta and he had like, he like was spiraling about the calorie intake. No! Spiraling. Spiraling. I was like, this is so unattractive. And it's like, I know, but I was like, that's a red flag because for me, I don't want to be with someone that counts calories like I want to be with someone we can just like on a Saturday like go have a fucking bowl of pasta and some peace and silence um so it's like it's all about what you want and your preferences so if it's a red flag it's a red flag that's my first one and then this is my second one which is really hard to do but I am just trying to speak up whenever anything happens because I don't want to be the bitch that doesn't say anything to you and then I start acting weird or I'm like ghosting you or being cold via text or whatever. It doesn't matter how small it is. Like perfect example. I went on a date with this guy and I ordered crispy rice and tuna. Yeah. Best. And he called me unhealthy. What I don't know what, about? I don't know what it is about food, food, but he called me unhealthy. Wait, after you ordered it? Yeah. And so I texted him after the date and I said, just FYI, I really didn't like that you said that. You calling me unhealthy made me feel bad. It's also like wildly inappropriate. Mm-hmm. What I put in my body is my prerogative. Like you don't have to too. Mm-hmm. And he wrote me back and was like, this is a really great example. I spoke my mind and I was like, okay, like maybe I'm going to be perceived as a psycho bitch, but it did hurt my feelings and it was weird. He went back and he was like, I am so sorry because I didn't even realize that, that you took it like that. He goes, I, he goes, he's much older than me. So he was like, I'm old. And if I even look at Christy Rice and Tuna, I'm going to have fucking 10 pieces of them and gain all this weight. And it was a me thing. And it was my insecurity. And I'm so sorry. And you're so young and beautiful and hot and sexy. And you can eat all the Christy Rice you want. Like, thank you. 
that's faith restoring too when you can come to a when you can have a moment like that with somebody like and have totally. be like, not you combative just to, that's nice you have to keep doing it and like I will say none of none of the people I've dated have worked out and that's okay mm-hmm. but learning to speak up for myself has been really 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 hard when I do have little wins like that or someone doesn't dump me, someone doesn't run away and someone mm-hmm. just listens and says, I'm sorry, then it's all good. Cause ultimately look, it's like if someone opens a door for you. What do you do? You say, thank you. Mm-hmm. If someone hurts your feelings, what should they do? They should say, sorry, mm-hmm. whether or not they understand it or even agree. If someone cares about you and, and you tell them that you've, they've hurt your feelings, they should just say, sorry. I think that's just the basis for a relationship. Yeah, it is. I love that. I also have to say the ghosting thing, like, I think the narrative is always, which I don't like, and we talk about it a lot when we, like, have these girls write in for the Q&As with Dog Day, because it's always like, he hasn't hit me back, and da, da, da. and I'm like, why are you giving him so much control? But by the way, women do it to men all the time, and we have a friend who, I haven't set you up with him because he's much, he's, like, too young. Like he, he's too like he's still in his like mid twenty like I would you know he's like twenty five. No, I, I would never. I like him. I like him old these yeah. days now. Anyways, and <laughs> he had a girlfriend. When we met him. He like took. He was our like wedding photographer. Like the and he's gorgeous. Gorge, 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 gorge. And so if we ever like hire him, like, you know, sometimes he'll do content for us. And I, he was like over here the first time after he was single. And I was like, how's it going? And he's like, ugh, like I'm so sad. And his ex-girlfriend ended up with this guy that like you would know who he is. He like used to date this that got like married right away. There's just like, you know, the poor guy's like mm-hmm. watching his girl he's been with forever, like enter this like epic relationship. And it's like kind of all over the internet. You know, it's like just one of those things that happens in your 20s. And... He, I was like, how's dating? And then he, and he was like, it's awful. And then he came over a second time, like months later. And I was like, is it still off? And he was like, yes. And he was like, all these girls like ghost me. And he's like, people always say it happens to men, but like, this is like, he's like, you'll, he's like, I'll be talking to a girl and it'll be great. And then like all of a sudden I just won't hear from her anymore because like maybe she met somebody older or richer or whatever. And he's like, and it makes me feel bad. And I was like, you know what, like, regardless of even gender or anything, like humans owe other humans common courtesy and it's just good for the world. It's just good and restorative to say, hey, I really enjoyed hanging out with you, but like I met someone or I don't think this is for me, but like ignoring someone is just fucking mean. Yeah. I mean, um, ghosting is definitely small dick energy. For sure. So if I like, but this is my personal rule of thumb. If I go on a date with you and you've treated me with respect, then I will properly send you the breakup text. Even if we've gone on one date, if we go on a date and I don't feel like you treated me with respect, i.e. the guy that wanted to sleep with me and drove me home an hour. Like I didn't feel like I owed him a breakup because I felt like his energy was whack and he was kind of rude and grumpy. So I like I did not send I ghosted him. But yeah, but, for the but most, this is I think this is this kid's talking about girls that he's been talking to for a long time. I mean that's that's fucked up. So can I read you a really funny text yes. I got from this guy? Okay, so this is this guy. We're How are you meeting people, on, by the way? What apps are you? What? On? How are you meeting people? Um I mean Hinge is the best one for sure, but I actually deleted all my apps and I'm doing summer of outside where yeah. I'm just trying to meet people IRL, <laughs> which is summer of outside. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it on the, on the fucking internet. Okay. So I'm going to file this guy under the like disrespectful category. Okay. And, like he did something that I did not like. So he's texting me a couple times. Hey Amanda, how are you? Then he texted me bump, like to bump the text up. Then yeah. He texted me this last one. That you guys, you guys need to write this one down. This is fucking funny. He goes, we've been trying to contact you about ongoing hangouts. <laughs> to continue, please reply with splash emoji. To opt out of further messaging, simply send ghost emoji. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're funny. What did you respond? I didn't. <laughs> 
did it. I was like, fuck, that was funny. I'm going to steal that. But I'm Because he did something idea. that was mean before? He did something. I don't want to get into it, but he did something that was so fucking whack and so thumbs down that I yeah. was like, I'm never speaking to you again. So, but it's funny. And I saved that in my notes. Oh my God. That's really fucking funny. It's and so I funny. running through my head, what would have happened if you just responded to the ghost? Like it's almost, I know. Right. I, I mean, part of me was like, but the thing is, if I responded to the ghost, he would have started texting me. A bunch. I, that's what I'm saying. Like you're, oh, you're like, still it, it opens, a lot it opens of communication. I was like, I'm good. Oh I'm good. God. Oh my oh God. God. But I left my most expensive piece of jewelry at this guy's house. <gasps> Oh my god, like literally, and you know I wear expensive stuff sometimes. This was bad. And I was like, I have to get this. Did you get it back? Is it still there? I got it back. I was like, How'd you get it back? I was like, hey, will you leave it under the door for me? I was like, I'm gonna be by your place in an hour. And he like wasn't home, so it was perfect. But thank God. Well, this was enlightening. I honestly feel like we should make this a continuous Siri, I don't know how personal you're willing to get. I know other no, really I, funny things that have happened I with like a boot catching on fire. Like, like there's lots of funny things that I want to. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Like, I mean, obviously, if people think dating stories are funny, like I they do. I'm, they love them. I'm looking at my list. I got some real bangers in here. So if OK, let's like do it, another I'll one do in the next couple of weeks where again. we'll just go through. We're going to go through this list. <laughs> and we'll do it after we will do it i'll come over you come here and we'll drink like a martini and we'll do it yeah good idea get get like more sauce because they're, so, they're so the people funny. love them i love them i mean every time i run into you if it's not planned i'm like what's the last thing that happened <laughs> i'm like well uh <laughs> day too he's like amanda so beautiful i can't <laughs> wait to hear whatever funny story she has <laughs> I know. Just do it for the plot, baby. Mandy, thank you so much. We love you. I love you. Thanks I can't believe me. I didn't know that that Love AJ was in every iconic store. I wonder if I have. There's no way I didn't buy any of this stuff because I all I did every Saturday as soon as I got my license was go to Robertson and Melrose. Um, There is a very good chance that you own one of my I called them my pearl infinity necklaces. There are these long, remember long, yeah. long, long chain necklaces were, that you wrapped twice. Uh-huh. Those were like the hot, hot seller on Robertson for years. So I made a bunch of those. So I have photos of me wearing long pearls and two <laughs> layered slip dresses outside of spider oh, room. That's so sick. Very Mary Kate Mashley. With my fake ID from that I got on St. Mark's. I was probably there with you. I know. We've been in the same place. We were in the same place many times before we met. Okay, I love you. Thank you so much. I love you. Bye. We're we're doing a follow-up with the dating stories. Okay, good. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember... Shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini, and I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.